Greetings, everyone. Hey, how you doing? It's Matt Sella. Today, I will be doing a special review for Season 2 of DreamWorks, Kipo, and the Age of Wonder Beasts, binged via Netflix. For the first half, I will be giving my spoiler-free opinions of the season overall, general thoughts, and whatnot. I'll give the warning when I go into spoiler talk, sharing my thoughts on what happened throughout the season a little more specifically. Now, before we begin, wanted to remind everyone that not only can you hear my reviews and discussions here, but you can get them on my Spotify channel if you want the audio only. Check out the links in the description below to learn more. So Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beast second season kicks off immediately after the events of the first season. You know, the first 10 episodes, where after being reunited with her father and her burrow of humans, surprise, Scarlamane finds and kidnaps them, where Kipo and her friends must pursue the fiend while she learns about her strange new jaguar abilities. Oh, and a quick disclaimer here, it has been a while since I've seen the first season, but I do recall many of the past events as I watched the new episodes. So already I believe there is a sense of consistency in how the story rolls out in this world. I was reminded that Kipo, the titular character, likes to approach situations mostly as a pacifist, talking to reach an understanding. Yet now with this new growing power, often frustration clouds her judgment on the situation. That I do believe this season really explores how to find her path in dealing with that balance. Wolf has some good continuation of growth here as well. While we got a bulk of her backstory in the first season, we did get a little more something I did not quite expect in this one. Benson and Dave feel about the same, though Benson has more of a character arc himself, minor and personal. There were an episode or two that they did test the relationship between the two, which was interesting but felt more of a typical episodic fashion. I think one of the bigger character explorations we got was Scarlamane himself. He was built up a lot last season as his big baddie, and in this one we got a little bit more of his personality and why his ambitions were so. Not as cut and dry as a typical adventure kids show might have. On a personal mindset though, I still had trouble seeing how intimidating he was supposed to be. His behavior was slightly inconsistent in some spots. Yes, I know about his sweat mind control pheromones, how he uses it can be disturbing, but it always felt childish to me, which may be the point. Yet considering the story behind him, personality, all that, he doesn't give me the vibe of this dangerous figure must be stopped at all cost. I I don't know. When it comes to my age or later, you really start to learn of some truly terrible folks who have done some awful things, both in fiction and in real life. Yeah, then I got a bit dark there, but nevertheless, I do think narrative-wise, this is a strong season, and my overall rating, I would say, is I was fairly entertained. I enjoyed watching this, and it kept me guessing, which I do enjoy that. I thought I figured out some things as I watched, but then they kind of pulled off a surprise that did make sense to me for the most part. I'm still not a fan of the vocal music style during action scenes and fighting segments. It really kind of minimizes the stakes for me, but that's just my taste personally. Didn't hurt it too much. I think this was a good season. Like I said, it explored the narrative of the characters. The first season, in a way, set up the world with the visuals and the lore, whereas the second season focused more on plot and character growth, and that worked perfectly fine for me. Short, simple. 
I say that I'll do it for my non-spoiler segment of this review. If you haven't seen the second season of Kipo, I highly recommend you save this video podcast for later after you check out the season for yourself to hear my thoughts on more specific elements. But before you go, be sure to like this video and subscribe to my channel if you enjoyed this review. Now, I'll be moving on to the spoiler section, so if you have seen the second season or don't care about spoilers, then you're in the clear. Otherwise, you have been warned. Spoilers ahead. Y'all ready? Well then, here we go. One of the interesting aspects of Kipo and this world is the implication of a post-apocalyptic setting, having this lush new wildlife and sentient animals running in with their own little groups and humans live underground for the most part. We don't exactly know why the animals or mutes can talk, but we learn Kipo's parents Leo and Song Oak, once studying this phenomena, which led to the origin of Scarlamane, previously known as Hugo. That part was interesting to me, and definitely added a whole concept of creating abandonment issues among dire situations. Not entirely a misunderstanding, which does drive me nuts being a common narrative tool, I do not think that's entirely the focus there. However, Hugo's origin was passable enough for me to make him not quite a black and white villain. Though, as mentioned before, his personality felt a little inconsistent when Kipo tried to reason with him, mend the bomb between him and her father they had before the bunker fallout. Given the nature and how upfront the mind control pheromones were, I was a little surprised the use of gas masks or suits didn't really come up for human protection. Now, it does show that the mere touch of the sweat itself does make primate-based beings more complacent, so I guess that kind of renders the use of gas masks null? Either way, Scarlamane felt like all show, little action in terms of physical prowess, and yes, I know he is an 8 foot tall mandrel, but I never found quote unquote classy villains to be so terrifying. Still, with the way the season ends, he's still around, apprehended, and I think his arc is yet to close, so I'm quite curious to see how they'll handle it from here on out. One other point I want to make about this whole concept of Kipo's Jaguar form, so besides the whole transformation trigger seems more magical based than science, the idea of finding her anchor made sense to me, though it kind of annoyed me personally that the kids took that term a bit too literally. Humans during this era of Kipo obviously may not have the vast information or stories you and I have during this age of the internet, but we've seen arcs like this before. Naruto comes to mind when handling the whole Kurama, the Ninetales Fox thing. Kipo gaining the Mega Mute form already seemed like in order to achieve this. She had to find the mutual balance between her and the dormant beast inside her to wield it. Straightforward enough. But needing a pitcher to trigger Kipo out of this form at all times came across as an inevitable failing situation in the making. And at the beginning, I knew the whole thing was based off her maintaining her resolve, yet the risk in becoming a simple-minded animal was the caveat. So I anticipated this something she had to learn not to be reliant on a physical trigger, but a mental resolution, only to really come up at the very end when she had to make that choice. I understand it was needed for that situation to add more tension to the final act of the season. It just annoyed me. I knew it was going to be that that case so soon before the events actually permitted it. Didn't really hurt my consensus towards the season overall. It's just a trope I noticed and it kind of 
petered it out a little bit. I mentioned that I anticipated something, but showed surprise when a different outcome is revealed. An example would be the reveal of Dr. Amelia. When I saw the cloaked figure following the main cast and Scarlemagne, I actually thought the leader was actually supposed to be Song Oak, Kipo's mother. I faintly recall in the first season that she allegedly died, but I figure she could still be around in secret. That was dashed after pursuing the Mega Monkey, which I also did not expect that was actually Song, who underwent a transformation like Kipo could with the Jaguar, but has remained in that form for over a decade. And it was also kind of interesting, in her mind, Song could not speak well, which I guess kind of makes sense. Speaking of Song, we saw her imagery in the first season, though originally an illusion created by the sentient Tartigrade, which I believe is a really OP character if you ask me. But anyway, I assume that version of Kipo's mom is just what she would imagine she'd look like, though this season, second season, confirms that Song practically looks like Kipo, just with a palette swap and age difference. I kind of wish Song was designed a little bit more differently than Kipo, maybe like slightly different hairstyle, especially on the top, or adjustment in the eyes, but that's just another nitpick. Last thing I'll mention, for I could ramble for hours on this, is I found the introduction of the second villain, Dr. Amelia, to be somewhat a welcome change of pace to Scarlemagne. Again, I'm not really vibing the whole impending Scarlemagne villainy, personally. We got the mandrel hating on humans, but now we'll get a human who is obsessed with returning mutes to their simplistic animal ways. I think that will really play into the idea of what counts as a sentient consciousness is worth considering. Can intelligence and compassion pertain to just humans, or is it the natural progression to sociological species? I love exploring topics like that, and curious to see how the Kipo series handles it going forward. Anywho, folks, you heard me babble long enough and by myself, but now I want to hear your opinions on the second season of Kipo and the Age of Wonder Beasts. Did you like it? Did you not like it? Share your thoughts. Join that conversation. Be sure to like, share, subscribe, ring that bell to be notified when new videos drop. And if you want to support me directly, please consider going to my Patreon or do a one-time donation at my Streamlabs. Rinks are in the description below. This is Matt Seller, thanking you all for tuning in.